There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, folks, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. We're happy to have you as always. And if you want to get more degree free, because why would you not want to get more of Ryan and I? please go on over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter and sign up because once a week we send out a newsletter with jobs, resources, news, and stuff that Ryan and I think is cool that you are going to want to see. So don't miss that. Sign up. Awesome. And let's get into today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about vocational creativity. Yeah. The superpower that'll find you your next job. This is, I guess, before we start, like this this is near and dear kids. Yeah. This is something that we think is extremely important. A lot of the problems that we see all the time are people, they don't know what jobs they want. And a lot of it stems from them not knowing what jobs are out there and what jobs even exist. Then downstream from that, if they don't know what kind of jobs are out there, how are you supposed to prepare for jobs that you don't know exist? Exactly. How can you teach yourself skills you need to know for jobs that you don't know exist? Yeah. And so this is something that honestly I made up. Yeah. Ryan invented this. Yeah. This is my brainchild really. And so I feel really passionate about it, but I know that it works in expanding your view of what you can do. What you can do and the different jobs that are out there. Because just identifying those jobs, that is half the battle. Or I mean, as a cliche, it's half the battle. It's probably not quite half. It's But you know, but how are you supposed to prepare for it, as you just said, if you don't know what jobs are already out there? It's kind of like going on a trip. You know, If you don't know a place exists, how can you even want to go to it? Yeah. How, how are you supposed to know that you want to see the Great Wall of China if you don't know the Great Wall of China exists? Right. That's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. And so... It's easiest to depict this with kids. And so like if you ask a child. An American child. Yeah, a sub 10 years old child what they want to do for a living. You're going to get the same 10-ish answers. It's always going to be, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a cop. I want to be a fireman. You know, I want to be a YouTuber now. Now. Right. Thanks, Mr. Beast. I want to be a... cowboy did i say that veterinarian lawyer dentist doctor those are pretty much the jobs that they even have in their minds and how 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 where do they get these from and what what do these all have in common they can see them exactly kids don't know that there are almost infinite amount of jobs out there and you know to bring it back to us a lot of adults don't know don't know that there are almost an infinite amount of jobs out there mm-hmm. and it goes back to what you just said because most of us haven't been exposed to those jobs if you're working retail or if you're working in a restaurant how 
when is the last time that you've interfaced with, you know, some really esoteric job? You probably know that you could be like a line cook if you wanted to, or you could be a shift supervisor at the, at your retail store, or you could be the store manager, or you could be the regional manager, right? Regional director. You could be the CEO because you all know that that happens in your company, but anything outside of that, how are you to know if you don't think about it? Or at least if you don't even know. It makes me think of that movie, October Sky, about the coal miners in West Virginia, and they're from that real small town. And so for those kids, probably a lot of them, you know, they only, the only jobs that they would know about would be the ones that they could physically see around them. So they're all going to have to do with the coal mine. And that is very similar to, that is very similar to the ones we've just listed. You know, they're all going to have to do, they're all going to have to, they're only jobs that they can see. And that's it. Oh, teacher should be on that list too. Go back to the example of the kids, since you just went back there too, when it's time for them to kind of prepare for the job they want, they're going to start preparing for those jobs, like those same set of 10 jobs. And if eight out of 10 of them require college degrees, guess what they're going to do? Even though that we know that that's a really, those 10 jobs are really small subset of the people. Even all of those 10 jobs combined is still very small percentage, very small percentage of jobs out there in, in, in the, in the wide world. Yeah. And so, but here they are walking that path because they don't know what else is out there. Mm -hmm. And so moving along the goal, the goal of vocational creativity is pretty much exactly what it sounds like, which is to be creative about vocations or jobs. And it's not going to get you, it's not going to get you a job. Vocational creativity doesn't get you a job, but it can help you figure out what job you want to do. It's basically the spark. Yeah. to the fire. There's tinder on the ground and you just need to light it and it, it'll progress from there. It's and just a starting point. It's just a starting point. That's that's all it is. But very important because if you start from the right position, it can help you get to your end goal faster, but it could also delay you if you start from the wrong position. I think a lot of people are experiencing the negative effects of a limited range of vocational creativity where they only offered a few options too, because it's it's almost intergenerational at this point too. You have in schools, you have multiple generations of teachers that don't have a very wide range of what you can do as far as work goes. And then that just gets passed down and passed down and passed down. And the range stays the same or gets smaller even. From this starting point, you can then do more research and studying to see what you need to learn in order to get that work. So as we talked about, this comes in handy when you don't know what you want to do. There are simple exercises that you can do to expand your vocational creativity. And we're going to talk a little bit about it. To kind of highlight it, let's just do a pretty easy example, something that we're all pretty familiar with, which is why I use this example whenever I'm explaining it. Let's say that you want to work with airplanes or in the airline industry. I'm using this because most of us have ridden on an airplane before. Or at least seen one. Or at least seen one. And they kind of know the different jobs in that industry. Mm -hmm. And so most people, when you ask, okay, what kind of jobs deal with airplanes or are in the airline industry? Uh, I think most people would say pilot right off the bat, flight attendant. You might get somebody that knows, you know, like gate agents. Right. 
That's probably as far as most people would get. That's pretty much, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. And that's pretty much where people stop. People usually get into like bag throwers. Some people get to air traffic control. Which by the way, they just rolled back the degree requirement on that. Yeah. Anyone who's interested. That's pretty much it. I mean, pretty much. Instead, if we kind of try to exercise our vocational creativity muscle, try to broaden our view, there are many more threads that we can pull out here. And there are many more jobs that are in that industry and and have to do with planes. And so let's talk about the airplane interior. There are the crews that clean the planes after each flight. There are the catering companies. There are the sewage people that take all the crap out of the plane. There are even the people, if you want to even go further back than that, there are even the people that made the interior to the plane. Like mm-hmm. they just, they installed it. There are the people that changed the configuration of the interior of the plane. There's people that fix the monitors if they're in the back of the headsets of the plane. Right, exactly. The back so, of the seats. Like those are all different specific jobs that are working around or near airplanes in the airline industry. Oh, and the mechanics. Sure. There's all the mechanics and maintenance too. Sure. Yeah. Of, of interior stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, maintenance crews. Filters. Yeah, definitely. Plumbing. Definitely. Of the, yeah. Definitely. And then, okay. Say, but like, I don't want to work on interiors or planes. I want to work in tech. Okay. That's something we get all the time. Sure. There's the people that created the POS for the in-flight entertainment or the catering. There's the people that upkeep all the data from the POS, right? There's the people that actually make the aviation, the avionics, right? And there's the people that upkeep that software. There's the people that make that make and upkeep the CRM for you, the, the customer relations manager for the entire airline. So when you buy a ticket from, uh, you know, whatever, from New York to LA, they know that, okay, John Doe took a flight from New York to LA and he usually does that twice a year. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. And there's people that do, there's people that make the social media graphics. There are people that do the marketing campaigns. There's people that uh, buy the ad spots for for the airlines. Yeah. And this just goes on and on. And there are so many more. Yeah, you can see how this could go. You could you could do this forever. Right. You can just do this forever. This is a really good exercise to do with children, by the way. If you have kids that you want to start teaching about this, this is how you do it. You just start saying, oh, well, what do you, you know, what do you think? Not, not only that, though, too, one of the simpler things that you can do, and sorry, this is a little bit of a tangent, but for children, one of the things when they ask, what is that person doing? Like, you can explicitly say their job that's their job that man is working Mm -hmm. that woman is working Mm -hmm. they are doing x yep they are doing y you can do that in order to support your family in the future yep like you can do that to pay your bills later on yep that is the the job that is available to you like if you see if you're if you guys are driving on the side of the road and you see somebody putting out cones like explain you know and and the kids notice explain that that's work that they can do and if they seem interested in it you can pull on that thread mm-hmm. and you can say so for the cones you say well why you know why is he pulling putting out cones well because there's potholes in the road potholes are created by truckers and just a heavy 
vehicles on the road. And then there's people that have to make the concrete. There's people that have to mix it. There's people that actually have to manufacture it. And you can just pull those threads and just keep going down those rabbit holes. Mm -hmm. And for these exercises, we suggest doing it by hand. For people that don't know what they want to do or just trying to stretch that vocational creativity muscle, sitting down, doing it with a paper and a pen is the best way to do this. Mm -hmm. Usually the best way to do it is to pull on one thread at a time. Kind of similar to exactly what we just did, which is kind of take one thing you're interested in and head in one direction. So if it's the interior of the plane, start with the interior of the plane. If it's the tech, start with the tech and just kind of go that way. You can branch it off into different sections too. What I find the three sections to be most helpful is going to be like software. What software are 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 we using? What software can be created? what software needs to be updated, mm. whatever, hardware. So what kind of tools are they using? What kind of tools need to be manufactured? Who is using the hardware, right? Th- those are those are pretty simple. So I think I said three, but those are two. The goal is to just get as many down as possible and see if there's anything that strikes your fancy. And you're going to want to start with something broad that you're interested in or that you may want to do just because if you're if you're already stretching a creative muscle start somewhere familiar ish or somewhere at least you want to go because it'll make doing the exercise a little more fun yeah definitely i mean that's a whole that's the whole point of this exercise is to kind of figure out what you could possibly do in the future for work so start with not that you have to be super interested in what in what you do i mean it, it, it's helpful yeah we don't believe that that's the case but it's not necessary yeah but if you want to that is one of the easiest places to start is be like or a good example is like a common one is like i want to be a doctor or i want to work in the medical field that's super common and then and so a lot of people think they want to work in the medical field okay perfect but the only way that they can work in the medical field is by being a doctor or a nurse. Right. And there's the medical field is huge. <laughs> it's very broad. And the majority of people that do work in it actually do not have college degrees, as is the case for most for most fields, right? Because when you boil it down at the end of the day, um, most people working in industries are people who are doing doing labor, right? And they're not always highly credentialed people. So you're going to have CNAs, techs, um, who do, who do have credentials, but are not, um, are not college, college graduates. Yeah. And so taking this example further, I guess just to like talk about the doctor one, doctor is a risky profession to pursue for most people because most people pursue it right out of high school. And it takes you over. That is a lot of school, man. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right. And so what I mean by that is that it's a lot of school. So it's obviously time, mm-hmm. but it's also a lot of money because you've never, if you're pursuing it right out of high school, you've probably never worked in the medical field, never even volunteered in it, probably. Because you're a kid. Because you're a kid. Right. Exactly. And you're going to go spend $30,000 a year for four years at the minimum. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to have to go to med school and then residency, all that stuff. All the while, you probably don't have a job because you're trying to be a doctor and it's uh, grueling. And then if you specialize, too, it's even more time. Yeah, exactly. And so now you're coming out with all this debt 
on top of 10 years in school and residency and specialization. It's like super risky. Mm-hmm. You'll think that you'll like it and stick with it. You're by not the, sure because you've never done it before. Yeah. By the time you get to residency, that's the first time you've really had a taste of the actual work uh, if you weren't volunteering. And, you know, the res- I've, I've heard that can be pretty brutal. You but can, by then you're too deep, right? And so you can do the vocational creativity exercises for the field that you're interested in. So let's say the medical field. You can, there are so many other things that you can do just off the top of our head. Like you'd be a paramedic, you can be an EMT, you could be a uh, phlebotomist. Lab, um, lab researcher, sonographer, you can, you can work as a CNA or as a tech if you want to start somewhere. And then if you didn't want, if you didn't want to do like customer facing things, but you still wanted to work in the medical field, you you could work for the company that makes the software. Just exactly what we talked about before. Yeah, you can work you can in do billing, you can work in coding, you can work with, yeah, the software. You can do something that is having to do with the hardware of it in the medical field. And then there's always, you know, there's sales, sales, there's always insurance, all all of that. That's all related. Might not be what you want, but write all these ideas down. You can't rule things out until you've thought of them. Now that you've done that for the medical field, now you have a starting point. Now you can use all of these as a starting point for your research on what you'd like to do and how you can get those jobs. A lot of people at this point, so now that we've kind of explained what vocational creativity is and kind of explain the exercise, it's pretty simple, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it does take some work the first time you do it, especially if you don't have a background in business or in, in the industry that, that you're thinking about being in. Yeah, you might have to stretch a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a muscle. It really is. It's You have to come up with it out of and thin air. If you get stuck, you can always go to go to Google, right? That's another thing too. You don't have to sit there and rack your brain because if you don't know, you don't know. So you can always go looking. If you're like, oh, I think that th- there might be something here, but I don't know what it's called or I'm not sure. Go look it up. Go find out Definitely. and then come back to the drawing board. Definitely. My only thing with the Google is that with like Googling is just be aware of what you're searching because and be aware of the people that are pushing the information back back to you. Mm. So if you say like what jobs are in the medical field, it might come uh, come up with the same lists over and, over and over and over again. And then by that echo chamber, you you've you're back in the box. Yeah, right. Mm. You're, now you're you're forced into their thinking. Sure. And the whole point of this is to be forced out of their thinking. Right. Is to force yourself out of their thinking and to be creative. And to because maybe what they consider the medical field, you don't consider the medical field. Maybe after this exercise, you realize that, you know what? I've always wanted to be a doctor, but I don't really want to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. I would rather do this. Yeah. I would rather be a paramedic. I would rather be an EMT. I would rather be on the road. Doctors, that's that's a lame job. Yeah. You you sit you sit around and what, okay. So the most thrilling the most thrilling of it you is an emergency room doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's cool. Right. And most thrilling is a is a surgeon. All right, that's cool, but you're still in a box, right? You're still underneath the roof, and then you're like, "Oh wow, EMT! You get to ride around. You get to ride around, and you get to see how people live, and you get to see all these different things. Maybe that's what's for you." Yeah, or midwives is another good one that's in there too. Yeah, right? sure. Like you want to actually physically do patient care and actually physically <laughs> deliver the patients. 
Yeah, sure. That's a good one. That's exactly. a good one too, because technically some places may or may not consider that medical work, right? But you, you'd you have to look, you'd have to think about that. And so that would be my only thing with Googling and just make sure that you're aware of what you're typing in and then the results that you're getting back mm-hmm. from it. I would say to keep the Googling to a minimum. Okay. Yeah. What a lot of people say at this point, now that now that we've got the exercise done, is that they still don't know what they want to do. And that's super normal. I mean, not much has changed from you doing this exercise and now an hour later, two hours later, when you're finally done, it's complete. Yeah, you uh, just have a list of a lot of things. Yeah, now you've just wasted some ink and there's some writing on the paper. So there are two options at this point if you still don't know, which is normal, like I said. The first, and I suggest doing both of these. The first, if nothing's jumping out at the page for you to like pull on that, I keep using that analogy or whatever. Just uh, to follow that that trail. Yeah, if nothing jumps out at you, like you don't want to be like, oh yeah, I want to be a midwife or like, let's go see that. If you still don't know, then do this exercise again for the job that you're most interested on this list. Yep. So like, for example, beauty of this exercise is that it's endless. So you're like, well, I'm not really interested in any of them, but midwife, being a midwife and midwifery is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And so, but I kind of want to work in an industry maybe adjacent to that. And so now you start listing all the things that are adjacent to, to midwifery. Oh, that's so, easy. Sonographer, you can be, you could work at the people that, you could work at the place that makes the birthing pools. You can uh, work for, like I said, some sort of software that helps. Midwives book clients. Midwives book clients. Or hold records. You could be a doula, which is a birth coach. It's different. You can work in lactation consulting, which is helping people breastfeed their babies. Yeah. You, you can work, work in, in... You can help a midwife. You can work in marketing for a midwife. Mm-hmm. Or you can open a marketing or work for a marketing uh, midwife, midwifery agency. Yeah, that's true. Some, you know, and so just do the exercise again. Yeah. That's the whole point of this. Long way to say, just do the exercise again for one of the most interesting topics that you find. That you come across. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In that category. And then the second one, it's just going to be starting. Just trying stuff out. Yeah, guys, at the end of it, you got to just do stuff sometimes. (laughs) You just got to try stuff. So for example, if you think that you might want to work in nursing homes doing direct patient care, well, instead of just guessing at it, why don't you, and, and b- before you go and get whatever certs that you need in whatever local areas that you're in, why don't you just ask a local nursing home if you could do a volunteer shift? And maybe it's not changing the bedpans or may- you know maybe in your local jurisdiction, you can't like do any hands-on stuff with the patients, but maybe they have a uh, time where like once a week they have like visit with the elderly, visit with the residents, basically. Mm-hmm. And you go and you read stories to them or you just go and you talk story and you just go and you play bridge or whatever. Yeah, just be involved. Same thing with if you want to be a teacher, go put yourself in a classroom first. Yeah. Go do that. The The goal is to try as many things as possible in as least risky of a way. And so like... For example, going to college and then med school without ever trying it. 
is super duper risky. Mm-hmm. Super duper risky. Go get yourself around that type of work first and see if you even if it even suits you at all. Right. Before you get stuck in it. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas like the opposite, I know of I know of some paramedics and former like so former paramedics, EMTs that went on to be doctors. Mm-hmm. And okay, it took them longer and they didn't become doctors till later in life. But they're probably much more their expectations were more accurate. They understood they were more yeah, they were more sure. suited exactly. to the work because they yeah. they were in it first. I would yeah. I was mainly just saying that the risk is lower. That's all well, that, that too. But it's I even mean like you're much more likely to like that work and you're not going to get to the end of that experience and and never be, have never been exposed to any sort of medical anything. Right. The risk is lower. Yeah. And so they 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 know that they want to work in that field because their job was doctor adjacent mm-hmm. and they used to interface diagnoses patient they care. used to interface with doctors when they would hand over the patient yeah and be like oh, i could do that job charts communication I've, i know how to do that or drugs i think i can do that yeah like, all right perfect that's a that's a super not as risky way to do it mm-hmm. it just takes a little bit more time right and so the last part of this is now that you've found a job that you think is interesting. Now that you found a job that you think that you'd like to pursue, how are we going to go about getting that job? The way that we're, we're going to do that is we're going to combine it with another thing that we've made up basically, which is combining this with finding a job backwards. And that's a whole nother episode to talk about, but we'll kind of just briefly go over it here. Yeah, basically what you're going to do is you're going to take the job title or similar job titles and you're going to look up those jobs and then see what is actually required by the job descriptions. And then you're going to pick your skills from there that you're going to learn in order to apply for these jobs. Yeah, sure. Real simple, real sweet. Yeah, simple. And so, for example, say you've identified all this and you've, you've arrived at you want to be like an accountant or a bookkeeper and... All right, you you would go and look at all of these and say specifically you wanted to be an aviation bookkeeper, mm. whatever, like just to make it more difficult, quote unquote. Sure. Um, you would go and look at all the different aviation bookkeeper titles, all those jobs, read all of the descriptions and pull out all of the different lines that they say, all these different skills. So that's going to say like, experience with quickbooks online experience advanced uh excel, excel skills right uh advanced experience with tracking fuel costs in y- and out right exactly whatever fuel fuel costs maintenance ordering oversight sure something those those types of things uh payroll if, if you're gonna have to run payroll those those types of things okay now you know you've got to go and get these four or five skills in order to get this job but that's just a quick overview of it and we'll do a much more in-depth episode kind of just like this at a future time make sure that you subscribe to hear that podcast and get notified when it comes out and that's pretty much it for the vocational creativity it seems super simple and it is yeah we're not reinventing the wheel here Our, the goal is to just become more creative about the different jobs that are out there. 
Yeah, it's to open more doors. Exactly. And once again, how can we hit our target if we don't even know what our target is? Never mind where it is. We don't even know what it is. And that's impossible. And if and when you set people up like that, they're going to follow a defined path because that's the only thing they can see. Yeah. And so if this was helpful, please share this episode with anyone that is having a hard time figuring out what they want to do. I think that this is something that is super valuable. And we've seen a lot of people benefit from this. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you want to get more from Degree Free, because why would you not? Make sure you run on over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter and grab our newsletter, job resources, job ideas, different job openings, companies that are going degree free and other cool stuff. So run, don't walk over and grab that newsletter. It comes out once a week. Yeah. And uh, if you guys wanted to support the podcast, the best way that you could do that is by leaving us a review anywhere that you get your podcasts. That would be fantastic. If you guys would want to get in touch with us, contact at degreefree.co is the best way to do that. Send us an email. We'd love to uh, hear your thoughts. If you have an article that you think is interesting or if you have a future podcast episode that you think uh, you'd like to hear, anything, just let us know. We read them all. Uh, But that's pretty much it. Until next time, guys. Aloha.